Hey there, and welcome to the Water Tower, a few minutes of extra encouragement for your week from the scriptures. I'm your host, Lee Younger from Christ Community Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 11, starting in verse 28. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. All right, enjoy episode 68, Learning Rest by Matt King. So I'm going to take what might be a bit of a contrarian stance on New Year's resolutions, which is, I think they're fine. I think that's almost become the opposite take because we all know the problems with them. We all know the bad feelings that can come with not meeting your goals or the burden that can come from putting way too many things on your plate and feeling like you failed if you don't meet each and every one of them. But I think at the heart of it, there's something kind of beautiful about seeing the calendar turning over as an opportunity to do new things, to try to do things better. I think that's a wonderful impulse in humans. I think it's one that can be very healthy, that can move us forward, that can help us grow. But of course, we have to put that effort towards the right things. With that in mind, I'd like to talk to you about rest. Rest would be an odd New Year's resolution. It might seem like a... uh, lazy way of getting around getting to make a resolution I don't think anybody's really ever boldly proclaimed I want 2022 to be the year I nap more and I think I can pull it off but the Bible describes rest as something more active than we might think about something that takes some strategy in a strange way even takes some work, but it's also something that pays off in ways I don't think we always give rest credit for being able to pay off. I think when a lot of us think about rest, we think about stopping, not doing anything, which is great. I'm a big fan of that, and it certainly can be restful. But I wonder if among the many, many lessons of the last two years or so, one might be that doing nothing and resting can be very different. Twenty twenty and twenty twenty one brought a lot of doing less 
to our lives. Less commutes, less social obligations, less just ability to go do things. The question I would put to you is, did that make you feel more rested? I know it didn't for me. I know I just now have the same kind of pressures and stresses and things in my head that I always had. Now I just had to bounce around the same four walls trying to deal with them. But Jesus says this amazing thing about rest. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. It's a beautiful passage and if you've been going to church, reading the Bible, hearing Christian stuff for a while, you've probably heard it a ton of times. I know I have. But when I sat down to read it recently, it felt like the first time I've ever come across, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. considered this verse in the context of Jesus trying to teach me how to do something. I'd certainly thought about it in the context of him offering a solution to a problem I had to bidding me to a life that's more peaceful and more restful. And it certainly is those things. But there's something he wants us to learn. The scholar Eugene Peterson, in his message translation, says that that thing is to learn the unforced rhythms of grace. That sounds very restful to me, unforced rhythms. I think trying to force things can certainly turn what should be restful into something that takes energy, takes peace. Uh, most of us probably have to look no further than a vacation trip, which is, of course, supposed to be restful, but how often do you get on the plane or in the car on the way home and feel a different kind of tired? Maybe a better kind of tired, but definitely tired. Because things had their own forces on them on that trip. The word in Greek that's translated as to give rest in Matthew eleven twenty eight is also translated refresh, as in 1 Corinthians 16, 18. Paul says, for they refreshed my spirit. It's also the word in Mark 6.31, in the early in the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, 
where it says, Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. In that verse, like in the verses from Matthew, I think it's very interesting that the rest is active. He doesn't just say, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place. And that will, of course, naturally lead to rest. No, we must get rest from Jesus. That brings us back to the passage from Matthew 11, where there's something to learn. He talks about his yoke and his burden. And a yoke was what they put across the back of a a horse, a donkey, an ox, so that it could pull a plow. So, Jesus isn't telling us to just totally knock off. I think he's telling us there's a way to do things, where refreshment becomes part of the rhythm, where things are light and easy, not because we're not doing anything, but because we're doing them in the way he has shown us. And I think that looks different for everyone. Rest for you may not look like turning on praise music and having a cup of coffee and reading a Christian book. Maybe it does, and that's fine. But maybe it doesn't. Maybe rest for you looks like going for a run or watching a TV show or reading a book. But we can be refreshed by all those things. And even those things, not in the way we might think, the way we might like to think of embracing a staggering work of genius that we might find a new depth. That can be a wonderful thing, but it's not always restful. I was reading uh, someone reviewing a movie recently. And by movie, I mean professional wrestling match, but I feel this is going to be a lot more relatable if you think of this in terms of movies, because it applies there too. And the person was saying, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. But I enjoyed it in that way that you just kind of turn your brain off and take the ride. Well, if something can entertain you in a way that lets you feel that relaxed and you just take the ride, that's a great accomplishment. Why do we want to belittle that? But I think that's an impulse in all of us. The idea of the rhythm of rest being working yourself, going so hard that you then collapse and are motionless on the floor for a little while until you're up and ready to do it again is, I think, a popular one, but not a healthy one, and not the one that Jesus is giving us. In Mark 6, the disciples go with him to a quiet place, and they try to get some rest in the way they think of it. But there are people surrounding them. They end up 
serving the meal from the loaves and fishes, serving thousands and thousands of people, and then collecting the extra. That's an amazing thing. That is an experience that I can imagine from having served people who needed food can refresh your soul and your spirit in a way that just sitting back wouldn't have. But it also didn't happen on anyone's timeline but Jesus's. He pulled them away. He decided when to serve the food to the crowd. It was his rhythm, his schedule that allowed things to play out the way they did. Sometimes there's almost a status that comes with being the busiest, the most stressed, the most burdened. 2022 would be a great year to let go of that. 2022 would be the perfect year to try to start to incorporate some unforced rhythms where you can. Obviously, none of us will ever be perfect at this. But I think there's a great comfort in the fact that Jesus's teaching on rest isn't just get more of it and feel bad if you don't. No, he calls us into something so much better than we would pick for ourselves. And he wants to show us how to do it. Not in a way we can study or read up on, but by walking through it with us, by showing us those rhythms, by showing us what his yoke and his burden feels like, how it works. He asks that we learn from him. And what a lesson it would be to take into the new year. Oh
Today's score was called Song for the Sun by Stan Forby with Cloud Chord, used by permission with musicbed.com. My good friend Matt King brought us a word today from Matthew 11. Our final song was Jesus, I Am Resting, Resting, a hymn written by Jean Pigeot back in 1876. Our intro and outro music was by the one and only Jed Brewer of Good Loud Media, and you are hearing this because of our friend Ian Gothert who's like the feeling a middle school kid has when they find a stash of Halloween candy in January they totally forgot was there. Thanks for listening, and may the living water fill you up.